0: Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Malik from Mint's personal finance team. In today's episode of Why Not Mint Money, I'll be speaking with Mohit Mehra, who is the head of IPOs at Zeroda, on T plus one settlement for stocks and with Vishal Dhaban, who is the founder and CEO of Plan Ahead Wealth Advisors on the T plus two settlement for mutual funds. Friday last week, that is the 27th of January, was a significant day for the Indian stock market. With the last batch of stocks moving to the T plus one, that is trade plus one settlement cycle, the Indian stock market became the first one in the world to move to such a settlement cycle for all stocks. The transition at first started in February 2022. Now, any share sale or purchase will reflect in an investor's DMAT account the very next day. In fact, coming closely on the heels of this announcement was another one on the shortening of the settlement cycle for equity mutual funds. AMFI, which is the Association of Mutual Funds in India, has announced that the mutual fund industry will move to a T plus two redemption payment cycle for equity schemes from the 1st of February. That means, If an investor buys or sells mutual fund units on, say, Tuesday, then the money will get deducted from or added to his account by Thursday. We now have Mohit here to talk to us about T plus one settlement in stocks.
1: Hi, welcome to Why Not Mint Money? A personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started on your money journey.
0: Hi, Mohit. Welcome to this episode of Why Not Mint Money? Hey, hi, Molly. Great to have you here, Mohit. Um, So, Mohit, can you explain to us uh, how this uh, transition has happened? I believe it's happened over a period of time. And also, why is this uh, significant for uh, stock market participants?
2: So, first of all, the transition to T plus one started from February 2022. And it's been done in batches uh, of companies ranging from the smallest market cap to the, to the final transition that happened recently was to get the last few companies, which are the biggest, which see the most volume, um, shifted to the T plus one cycle. And even before we uh, speak of the T plus two and the T plus one cycles, I wanted to quickly uh, take everybody through what that means. Um, mm-hmm. When you buy or sell stock on the exchanges, Your trade gets executed real-time as soon as you place a buy order or a sell order. Your trade is executed at the price you see uh, your trade uh, get executed at. But at the same time, the shares are not taken out of your account or given to you immediately. The stock exchanges work with a clearing corporation which settles your trades. And this happens over a period. this period used to be two days earlier, and when I say two days, I mean two trade days. So if you buy a stock on a Friday, you used to get the stock in your demat account on Tuesday. As opposed to now, you'll get it on Monday itself. So just one day later, you'll get the stocks.
0: So Mohit, can you explain to us why this uh, shift to T plus one settlement is uh, significant uh, for uh, stock market uh, investors? So uh, one of the
2: things, uh, you can look at it from two like sides. If mm-hmm. you're a buyer of the shares, you get the shares in your email account more immediately. You get it uh, on the next day itself, as opposed to waiting two days for it Now, yeah. that might not seem that big of a, a change, because anyhow, you were sitting on these shares, assuming you are a long-term investor, like more um, most uh, small investors might be. But at the same time let's say you are selling shares because you need to take money out uh, for some um, liquidity event that you needed it for and in that scenario um, any shares sitting in your debit account would have had a uh, liquidity cycle of two days so at least two days you would have had to wait to get that money in your bank account, if not more because even after that two day period you place a request to your stockbroker to withdraw the money, which then uh, the stockbroker gets from the clearing corporation and end of that T plus 2 day. So by T plus 3, you're getting that money actually in account. Right. Now that has changed like uh, to T plus 1. You get to see your money faster uh, in your bank.
0: Okay. Would you say, uh, Mohit, that it's more relevant for uh, traders rather than uh, long term uh, stock market investors?
2: It's nicer for both. So if I'm a long-term investor, I need to see uh, my money immediately in my bank account because uh, I want to use it towards something. Uh, sure. it, it would be nice to get it a day earlier. It, and if it's possible, why not get it a day earlier? And even for a trader, the like uh, sort of time taken for them to see the profits in their bank account would then reduce. One other thing that ha- has happened for a trader is that Let's say if you trade in the FNO uh, market or the derivatives market, you're trading futures and options. Right. Um, the settlement cycle for that was T plus one. But the mm-hmm. settlement cycle for an uh, equity transaction was, was T plus two. Now, in the equity market also, you just don't have delivery trades. If you're a trader, you do intraday trades there. So let's say f- futures and options, you lost uh, some 10,000 rupees today. Sure. Cool. And equity, you made ten thousand rupees today. So technically, there's no obligation uh, from your end that has to be uh, like provided for. But at the same time, if you're settling with your broker for each uh, uh, contract or each uh, settlement that is being done for you, as opposed to maintaining like a balance with them, right? Um, that ten thousand rupees that you would have had to pay earlier would have happened on T plus one, whereas you would have gotten the T plus Uh, you would have gotten the equity intraday money on T plus two. Now, both of it happens on the same day. There is a a standardization of sorts. So -hmm. that way, uh, if you make money from intraday trades, you get it the next day as well, as opposed to waiting.
0: Okay. Got it. My understanding is that India is the first country to have done this for all stocks. Uh, Why why is it that uh, none of the global markets uh, have something like this?
2: Uh, let me answer that with another question. Actually, I mean it's not a great way to answer questions, but uh, that that will set context. So, uh, why don't global markets have UPI? So, wh- one of the like uh, aspects of uh, banking and uh, capital markets in India is the, the constant uh, innovation that we have seen on top of the infrastructure, which uh, is working properly fine. I mean. So D plus two was working great. There was no right. uh, problem with it, but we wanted to make it more efficient. Now, similarly, net banking works great. There's no problem with it. But right. with UPI, it's just a better way to do it more quickly. So um, I, I suppose it's mostly, mostly behavioural really. here. I'm, I'm not really sure what the reasons would be. Uh, why wouldn't somebody want to make things more efficient when it's possible? Uh, it's just that, uh, some of these legacy systems, uh, when you move or when you transition to a, a different uh, cycle or a different uh, way of functioning, sure. the risk is very high and you need to make sure that you're, very, uh, you're working with clarity and you are diligent. So this change that has happened, uh, like even in India, it has happened over a year's time. It's not been a single day uh, switch. So right. we, we see uh, right. like this being covered very widely today, but at the same time, uh, all the issues that were happening, they, they kept getting ironed out and there were no issues as such, but any small feedback that the broker or the clearing member or the uh, clearing corporation had to share with the entire community, it would keep happening with each branch that was being moved. And finally, now that everything is like in the T plus one cycle, we we see um, there's more efficiency in the system.
0: Could you provide us some historical background on how, you know, the trade settlement uh, time has shortened in the Indian market over, say, the last decade or so? Because today we are T plus one, but how how was it like, say, maybe a decade back and how has the journey been?
2: So a decade back, it was still T plus two. Uh, So for the last 20 years, it's been T plus two mostly. Uh, 20 years ago, it was T plus three. You go further back; it was cheapest plus five. At one point uh, in time, uh, about 30 years, five years ago, it was as 15. So it would take two weeks for your shares to get physically like settled to you. And oh, at okay. that point, one of the reasons why it would happen was uh, trades would be settled actually in physical shares. So if you are buying a share from your broker, like through your broker. Broker might have to get these shares actually delivered from a different city. So if the broker is buying these shares for you in Calcutta, but they're buying it from a city like Mumbai, they would get it delivered from Mumbai, the physical shares, and then give it to you. So uh, these challenges went away with dematerialization happening, and then it came down to the process being the bottleneck. So how fast do you process these transactions? How fast do you compute the liabilities of the buyer and the seller, and then uh, give the obligation for them to fulfil? And then, uh, as in, when we are moving to like systems which can support faster processes, uh, the settlement time has been reducing. So, you you might want to ask why real time is not uh, possible or why real time settlement is not done one of the reasons is largely if somebody is buying or selling if you're an active trader many times you don't even have the shares that you're buying and selling Uh, end of the day you close your positions the uh, bulk of the market volumes uh, get uh, transacted through folks who might not have the shares but Mm -hmm. uh, are trading in intraday trading Uh, and end of day when the obligations are crystallized then you get to know okay there's no actual share uh, transfer taking
0: place so t plus one is like the minimum you know we've gone the best that we could have uh, done basically
2: you could say that even in the current scenario uh, even though uh, it's very far i'm not saying this is possible right now but okay. maybe the next thing to look at even how the markets are structured today might be end of day T-day settlement, which is once a day, like end of the day. At the same time, that would be like really stretching it because you still need to do all the computations that you have to do as a broker, as a clearing corporation, as an exchange. All of these entities have dependencies on each other and all of it has to complete after the market closes. So you don't really have a lot of time. Right. Um, For now, I think T plus one is the best way we can do, but maybe, Uh, you could see that
0: as the next challenge. Got it. Um, So we've talked about, you know, a lot of the positives. Are there any challenges or risks that one can expect, you know, in this T plus one settlement system?
2: Not really. Nothing uh, significant comes to mind. Nothing comes to mind actually. So the only thing that has changed right now Mm -hmm. is the speed Mm -hmm. at which the transaction is settled. So think of it again in in terms of um, a bank transaction. So let's say, If you are transferring money to somebody using any EFT, it takes a 30 minute odd turnaround time for the money to hit them. Mm -hmm. As opposed to if you're using UPI or RTGS or IMPS, the turnaround time is reduced. So the risk itself from the turnaround time reducing uh, does not go go up.
0: Got it. Sure. Yeah, no, this is a very informative uh, Mohit. Uh, Thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure speaking to you as always.
2: No, no, the
0: pleasure was mine. Thank you, Mohit, for having me. Thanks, Mohit. We now have with us Vishal Dhawan to talk to us about the upcoming shift to T plus two settlement cycle for mutual fund redemptions. Hi, Vishal, happy to have you on this episode of Why Not Mint Money.
1: Hi Malik, thank you for having me there.
0: Vishal, so I'd like to understand uh, what does the T plus 2 settlement cycle for mutual fund redemptions uh, mean for uh, investors?
1: Essentially, before this uh, change in regulation, what would happen is if you wanted to exit out of a mutual fund in Mm -hmm. equity, uh, whether you needed the money or whether you wanted to invest in another mutual fund, it would take three working days plus the day on which you did the transaction to effectively get the money into your bank account. Okay. What is now going to happen is that number of days is shortened to two working days plus the day on which you do the transaction. And therefore effectively for equity mutual fund investors, if they have a requirement of the money, they will get access to that money Mm -hmm. faster than what they would have got earlier.
0: Okay, so Vishal, I have a few questions around some of the specific fund categories, but before that, just to understand the why of this whole issue, um, how do you think this, uh, you know, impacts investors? Does it really matter to long-term investors that instead of T plus three, it's now going to be T plus two?
1: Uh, Our belief is that equity investing is anyway designed for investing for the long term, especially for investors who are using vehicles like mutual funds. And therefore, all that this would do is that if you had an emergency requirement of money for some reason, Mm -hmm. and that money was not parked in uh, safer instruments like debt funds or liquid funds, but instead parked in equity funds, then you will get access to the money one day faster. From an investment strategy perspective, we do not believe that this should have any meaningful impact for investors, because ultimately you do want to invest. Uh, longer term, you right. do not want to worry about whether I get an X days NAV or an X plus one days NAV or an X minus one days NAV when you're making the investment decision. And therefore, we believe that for long-term investors, the impact may be marginal uh, when you know one is looking at a more sort of shortened uh, settlement cycle.
0: Okay. Uh, now coming to these, some of these specific fund categories, so the settlement cycle for equity funds has gone down. Uh, how is this going to impact, say for example, hybrid funds?
1: Hybrid funds come of different types. Now these could include uh, aggressive hybrid funds which typically have you know between sixty five and eighty percent in equity. You could have balanced advantage funds which uh, you know move the debt and equity mix basis a mathematical model. You could have uh, more conservative hybrid funds so all of them have different levels of equity but essentially all of these instruments and uh, funds effectively follow the equity settlement cycle and therefore the t plus two benefit which is a reduced settlement cycle will also become available to hybrid funds including arbitrage funds for example which are uh, used by a lot of investors to park short-term time money, short money.
0: Okay. In fact, I understand like nothing has changed for uh, debt funds, like the pure debt funds. But today, like if you could, you know, uh, explain to this for the benefit of our listeners, what exactly is the, you know, uh, typical period time that it takes for somebody to get their uh, money redeemed if they've invested in a debt fund?
1: Yeah. So typically what happens is that if you look at uh, debt mutual funds, um, Normally, most of them work with a T plus one settlement cycle, mm-hmm. which effectively means that you get the money one working day after you have done the transaction. Now, of course, whenever I speak about um, you know one day later, mm-hmm. uh, it's very important to keep in mind that each mutual fund uh, category has a cutoff time for redemptions, which is normally 3 p.m. And okay. therefore, whenever one is talking about a settlement cycle, One is assuming that the redemption request has come before 3 p.m. Because if it has come after 3 p.m., then Mm -hmm. it is as good as being put in on the next working day. And therefore, you will effectively get the money uh, two working days later if you've put your transaction after 3 p.m., even if you have a debt mutual fund. So the, the cutoff time is very important when you're working with a debt mutual fund or an equity mutual fund. Just like it is when you're dealing in stocks, because what happens is that there is a, uh, you know, even when you're doing stock transactions, there is a cutoff time in terms of when things work.
0: Correct. That's right. And uh, Vishal, what about uh, fund of funds? Because they invest in funds in turn. So how how is it going to affect their, uh, you know, redemption uh, cycle?
1: So what happens with... uh, Uh, With many of those uh, kind of funds is that because they are designed in a manner where uh, the uh, uh, The whole process is uh, such that you end up getting the money basis the Longest duration of the fund that is at the underlying level Mm
0: -hmm. uh,
1: Typically, you will find that most of them will end up now having a T plus two cycle very similar to how the uh, cycle for um, uh, you know, the uh, very similar to how the cycle for equity mutual funds is changing.
0: Okay, got it. And uh, what about uh, ETFs? Because they are listed, do you think they'll have the same settlement cycle as stocks itself, like a T plus one uh, settlement cycle? Uh,
1: yes, we would expect that to happen. Uh, we haven't yet got clarity on that, uh, but we would expect that to also happen uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, in terms of, you know, ETFs also having the same settlement cycle coming through them.
0: Okay, got it. Um, Vishal, do you think that international funds uh, are going to be affected by any of this in any way?
1: We do not think that there is an impact which is going to take place in this particular case, because most international mutual funds anyway have a longer cycle, uh, which is coming from some of the settlement that happens overseas. Right, And therefore, the way uh, this works is that if you're using a fund of fund structure to invest in an international mutual fund, right, then typically your entire uh, monies are coming in basis that international cycle. And then it's coming in here. So typically, most of these funds get settled today on a T plus 5 basis.
0: Okay. And
1: uh, therefore, uh, it's likely that they will continue to be on a T plus 5 basis as well.
0: Okay got it. Uh Vishal so this gives me a good overview of what's going to happen for mutual funds. So thanks a lot for uh, taking out the time to talk to us.
1: Sure thank you so much.
0: Thanks sir Vishal bye bye. Thanks Malik. So listeners that's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any personal finance questions you can email them to us at mintmoney@livemint.com or you can reach out to me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is malik_madhu. That is M-A-U-L-I-K underscore M-A-D-H-U.
1: This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast.
0: HD Smartcast.